Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jaguar.com. Yes, indeed. Live as live can get each and every Sunday on the Sunday radio broadcast. Also, the mix on Tuesdays. Talk America Live each and every weekend with the great Don Mazzella. And, of course, 24-7-365 at JiggyJaguar.com. On the TuneIn apps and radio loyalty, download the iHeartRadio app as well. We are live as live can get on there. 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Download our app in both the app stores, iPod and Google Play. We have got a fantastic Fantastic, amazing, phenomenal new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide. These guys are simply phenomenal. Brand new Kickstarter campaign. Dax, Roxanne, the second album. Let's help fund Dax and Roxanne's second studio recording over there at Kickstarter.com. They are almost to their goal. Now, of course, Dax and Roxanne are heading back into the studio to record their sophomore album, set for release in early 2020. And they're setting up this campaign to help us fund the project and make this the best it can be. It's a huge investment. They wouldn't be able to achieve it without the support from the fans, and they've come up with some great rewards in return for supporting Dax and Roxanne and helping bringing this new album to life. We are going to get a hold of IQ out Rizzoli. And uh, we're also going to get a hold of Dan Perkins, the great Dan Perkins. He is going to join us in the uh, second half of the show, I believe. Something of that nature. So, let's get a hold of IQ Al Rizzoli, who's going to join us here at the top of the hour. For our next edition of our big podcast. Well, IQ, how are you, sir? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> well, Dan is going to join us in uh, in about 15 minutes. He is uh, finishing up some some uh, projects and he is going to be joining us here in just a few but i wanted to kick things off here with uh iq's thoughts on the uh the latest from um ann coulter says that donald trump must go uh what what do you make of this my friend sorry who said that uh ann coulter who gives it that that's not for somebody of importance <laughs> Those people are garbage people. Each one of them wants a 15 seconds of uh, famousness, whatever it is. Yes. And they, that's it, really. They are all irrelevant, honestly. I mean, look, I'm the outsider looking in. It is shocking what a charade is happening in the United States of America today. You have no more justice. You honestly have no justice. It's all hidden. You 
you know, Americans talk about justice system, you have none, zero. Biden admitted in public that he pressured Ukraine. Nobody put him in prison. Nobody accused him of anything. Donald Trump didn't pressure anybody. They're accusing him of impeachment. So tell me where is the justice system, please? You know, I prefer Putin. Why? Because I know where I stand with Putin. If I attack him, he will kill me. So I don't attack him. I know where I stand. <laughs> Well, you know, you you you're you're right. You know, you 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 do know uh, where you where you stand with Vladimir Putin. Um, what 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 do you make of this uh, in impeachment uh, things that are going on? As I said, it's a charade. Good God, they know they can't win. Why? Because the Republican in the Senate are solidly behind the the president. They will never get a majority. They know they will, they will. They want to destroy America from within. How do you destroy America? By literally, first of all, taking your Second Amendment. By taking your Second Amendment, you lose your First Amendment. Yes. By taking the First Amendment, you're slaves. You're finished. And that's what they're doing. But unfortunately, as I repeatedly said, 47% of Americans are brain dead. That's it. There's nothing you can do about it. So what we have, another 47% support Trump, and only 6% will decide the future of the United States of America. Count this, please. I want you to remember this. Only 6%. And that will be a swing vote. Why? It could be the blacks swinging to, to Trump. It could be the Hispanics swinging to Trump. And could be some liberals who change their mind. They realize everything is corrupt with the Democrat Party and change their mind, especially if 70% of the Jews have 50% of them support Trump, he wins. No way he loses. But also, I put one more condition. As long as the economy is running the same way. That's very interesting. We've got IQL Rizzoli joining us today here on iHeartRadio and also amfm247.com as well as talk shoe and uh 50 plus amfm stations across the country and around the world now give me an update on this israel situation they are bracing for a violent night after over 200 rockets pounded the jewish state well honestly i don't know how israel is willing to take all this punishment this i'm telling you it's uh, something i can't believe first of all they targeted a man, the head of Hamas, in his own bedroom. Can you understand that? It's a high-rise block. They killed him with his wife in his bedroom without damaging anybody else. Do you understand what I'm telling you? That is that is pretty. <laughs> that is pretty uh, interesting. It's so accurate. It's unbelievable. Yes. They, the rocket in his room, and the. The explosion was enough just to destroy that bedroom, only, and nothing else. Second, why are they not literally showering them with bombardment, left, right, and center? I have no idea. The accuracy with which Israelis can damage anybody is unbelievable. But what they're holding their guns for, I have no idea. Honestly, I can't. Because now you have a unity government, practically, now, by the way. It's not Netanyahu only. It's Netanyahu and Gantz. And Gantz, uh, during all the time that he was against Netanyahu, was saying, I will destroy them, I will crush them. Well, all right. 
So why don't you do it now? You see, everybody in opposition is Rambo. All of them. All of them are geniuses in mathematics, geniuses on economics. Take Warren, Elizabeth Warren, a super genius on economics. Zero intellect. Zero. And yet, she has a following. And she is earning money. It just shows you how stupid many human beings can be. Utterly insane, in fact. Not just stupid, insane. She wants to spend trillions of dollars that America doesn't have. And as she said, by the way, she said it's all money in outer space. Yes. She said, literally, it's money in outer space. And that's what she's doing. We have got IQ Al Rizzoli with us today. He uh, joins us live here on our big program. Dan Perkins is going to join us uh, here in just a few moments. He's taking care of some other personal business, but he'll be along here in the broadcast. And uh, so uh, give, give me an update on some of the other stories in the Middle East that you're following, IQ. IQ apparently has I, a... I, 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 Sorry, go on. No, 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 no problem. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you had, you had a phone call there, so it, take. No, no, I. Okay. <laughs> um, what's happening in the Middle East is really, really very dangerous. People don't realize this. Iran is going for nuclear weapons now, bluntly and literally publicly, and the Israelis are waiting to decide, literally now, whether to attack or not to attack. Literally, it's just a matter of months or maybe weeks. But there will be war. There's no question about it. They will not allow Iran to have atomic weapons. It's that simple. It's not complicated, honestly. They will not do it. They will not allow it. Why? Because Iran said, when they have atomic weapons, they will destroy Israel. It's a declaration of war since 1979, by the way. Since the Khomeini government. Uh, By the way, it was a declaration of war against America also in 1979. They took the hostages of the embassy. Yes, yes, I I do remember that. Um, speaking of uh, that, um, what 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 do you make of uh, the potential for something like that to happen uh, ever again? Look, you're cutting off. Uh, I I I was wondering what 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 do you think if that could ever happen again? Well, how they, they will do it, I have no idea, honestly, because what we what they will need, first of all, I don't think they will use the Air Force from Israel. It's too dangerous, too far, and too dangerous. They might use the, the air bases that they have in Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan is a Muslim country. But the, the Azeris, the people of Azerbaijan, although Muslim, they hate the Iranians. So they allowed Israel to have uh, military assets there which is literally on the northern border of Iran. This they can use. Another facility will be the submarines, cruise missiles from the submarines. They have five submarines. They bought, I think, from Germany. They modified them for cruise missiles. They're ingenious on modification, literally. Every time America gives them a plane, they make it even better. Every single time, by the way. That's a compliment, not a distraction. Yes, yes. Literally, that's why America gave the F-35 to Israel first. Because they know the Israelis will modify it and give them the results of everything. They always share, by the way. 
the, the results are not one-sided. Um, by the way, some many anti-Israelis and anti-Zionists or anti-Jews, they say, I, why, why are we giving them three and a half billion? Seventy percent of the three and a half billion has been spent in America. So they are not giving them three and a half billion. Seventy percent to keep tens of thousands of American workers in, in jobs. So it's only 30 percent. From the 30 percent, the results are that the research, combined research between America and Israel, is infinitely more important to both countries than the 30 percent of three and a half billion. Does that make sense to you? Yes, yes. Uh, 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 explain a little bit more detail on that, IQ. Well, it's not much detail. Uh, Obama gave a $35 billion loan, or was willing to give a $35 billion over a 10-year period, period. He had no choice in the matter. It wasn't because he was being generous. As a Muslim, he wasn't generous. He was very anti-Netanyahu and anti-Israel. He supported Islam, 100%. So the 35 billion divided on uh, two, 10 years is three and a half billion. As I said, 70% of it has to be spent in United States of America. That means Israel has to buy whatever she wants with the 70% from America. So the loan is 70% returned. As I said, and the 30% is spent, for example, on the Arrow anti-aircraft, anti-missile defense system and all other military assets that they share together. At the moment, the American um, tanks, American tanks, are being supplied from Israel with the system that they have in Israel for the Merkava in self-defense against uh, missiles and rockets. Americans are buying it from Israel. People don't know that. They don't hear that. Give me one second, please. Yes, no problem. We have got IQ Al Rizzoli with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. And uh, Dan Perkins is going to be along with us here in just a few moments. You can find us on iHeartRadio each and every week. Also, AMFM247.com. Tune in, iTunes, and of course, Talk Show as well for all the podcasts. Go to JiggyJaguar.com for more information. That's J I G G Y J E G U A R dot com. And uh, later on in the broadcast, we're going to be talking about a new venture that uh, Dan Perkins is undertaking, and we'll be uh, talking with him as soon as he joins us here on our broadcast. IQ Rizzoli with us today here on our program. And you can find all of IQ's past commentaries at our website, J I G G Y J G U A com. Also, uh, download our app. It is available in both the app stores, iPod and Google Play. Download the iHeartRadio app as well and listen to us each and every day on that platform. And uh, IQ Rizzoli with us today as we talk with him about some of the different news of the day. We talked about the impeachment earlier. We were chanting a little bit about uh, the uh, latest details over there with uh, the Middle East. And uh, you can get more information on IQ and his books. He is Googleable. You can find him each and every uh, day on Google. And uh, now, um, IQ, what, what do you make of the fact that the uh, there there is a lot of fear and sorrow and uh, escalation over there in the Middle East as it refers to all the different things going on with Israel? Well, it's not only Israel. Don't forget, every single Muslim on the planet. There are 57 Muslim-majority states, are dysfunctional states, all of them. Pick any one of them. 
and you realize how badly off they are. Although they have oil. In fact, without oil, nobody would have even remembered who the Arabs were or what Islam is all about. It was because of oil, which was discovered by the white people, by the Europeans, by the imperialists, so-called, without which they wouldn't have been having anything. They would have been still riding on camels in the desert. I'm not exaggerating. That's a fact. It was because of oil that Saudi Arabia spent over 200 billion dollars, billion, not million with a B, all over the world, Muslim world and non-Muslim world, to build mosques and to teach Islamic uh, doctrines. Well, what is Islamic doctrine? Quran. What does Quran teach? To hate non-Muslims. Very simple. It's not complicated. Anybody who tells you otherwise is a pathological liar. Anybody. The Quran has one single purpose in life for the Muslims. That they have to submit the whole of a humanity to Sharia or to exterminate them. Don't take my word for it. Google it. I always say just don't take my word for it. It's not because I'm exaggerating. Google it. Or, as I said before, there are 114 chapters in the Quran. Don't bother with 114. Google it. Don't buy the Quran. You can Google it. Google it. Free of charge. <laughs> don't, don't buy the Quran. Google it. Why waste money? Google it. You pick any of the Qurans available with translations. Read chapter 2 to chapter 9 inclusive. That's all you have to do. Between chapter 2 and chapter 9, if you read all these, it takes you maybe two hours, maximum, maximum two hours. You will know more about Islam than the Muslims. And you realize the existential threat that all of humanity has with Islam. We are not against Islam. We, I mean, non-Muslims are not against Islam. Islam is against non-Muslims. And that started 1400 years ago by Muhammad. When he declared total war against humanity, who do not believe that he is Rasulullah, that he is the messenger of Allah. Again, don't take my word for it. Ask any imam. Google it. You will find on YouTube tens of thousands of videos of imams and mullahs and ayatollahs telling their congregation in English, in Arabic, in French, in any language you can imagine, how to hate non-Muslims, how to submit them, how to humiliate them, how to slaughter them. Don't take my word for it. Just Google it. I said, the United States of America and Europe face an existential threat with Islam. Again, uh, anybody who wants to talk about racism, please call. Why don't you call us? Let's talk about racism. <laughs> the most intolerant, the most disgusting belief system the, the world has ever had is the Quran. Because the Quran split humanity into two groups. Two groups, Dar al-Harb or Dar al-Islam. Dar al-Islam is the territory of the Muslims, in which presumably peace reigns. But we know, and I know, and anybody with two bases of logic knows, there is no peace in Islam. So, Dar al-Islam, the land of the of peace, or the land of the Muslims. Dar al-Harb, Dar is the territory of war. What is the territory of war? All countries which is not which are not Islamic. 
and the Muslims are allowed, sanctified by Allah, to plunder, to conquer, to slaughter, to rape, and to enslave all non-Muslims at will, whenever they can. Again, they took my word for it. Read it. Do I get excited? Yes, I get excited because <laughs> James, it is so simple. This is what's mind blowing. Everything I'm telling you, everything I've been telling you. You remember Robert Spencer? Yes, yes. Robert Spencer is one of the most courageous, most knowledgeable Americans ever. He supported every single thing I've been telling you for last eight years. Maybe more than eight years, okay? So I never lied to you. I never exaggerated anything. Because I don't need to lie, I do not need to exaggerate. The characteristics of Islam are written in the Quran and supported by the Sunnah of Muhammad. The Sunnah of Muhammad means the traditions about Muhammad, whom he hated, whom he loved, how he treated his friends, how he treated his enemies, how he cheated, how he lied, all of it is written. This is the most remarkable thing in the hadiths, which are the the, the, the traditions which explore the Sunnah of Muhammad. It's all there, James. But when you study, you will find a depraved creature, the most despicable human being that ever walked the face of the earth, was Muhammad. I know it sounds outrageous, but there's nothing outrageous about what I say. It will be outrageous if I'm lying. But I never lie. But you. We have got a uh, great guest with us today, of course, IQ Al-Rizzoli, and I believe Dan Perkins has uh, just joined us. Dan, are you there, my friend? Yes, sir, I am. Thank you. Well, uh, we were talking a little bit about some of the different uh, news stories here here in our first half of our uh, our program today. We were talking about uh, the, the different situations in Israel. Well, what do you make of what's going on in Israel? I have to tell you... Um I am literally shocked, um, and I'm not easily shocked, but I am literally shocked. Um, as I was out driving around today, I saw a story this morning, and, and, and I don't mean this in any way disrespectful. It wasn't even on Rush this morning, uh, the, his show, all the way till 3 o'clock. Didn't say a word about it. A story was broken this morning on Fox News that the whistleblower had a GoFundMe account where he raised $225,000. Good Lord. That's illegal. Uh, yeah. And so, but nobody's talking about it, and I'm saying... Why not? Why isn't why, why isn't Rush? Why aren't these people talking about the idea that the the that the whistleblower and the attorney knew about it? Yes. We now found out that the attorney knew about the GoFundMe account. Yes. And that was uh, t the last count I heard was two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars, and because this person was. A United States government employee. Government employees are not permitted to receive money from foreign individuals. 
there are many hundreds of people who have donated to the GoFundMe account where right now we don't know where they are or where they're from. And so the idea that this guy has had this GoFundMe account or gal, I guess it's a guy since we know who it is now, um, nobody's talking about it. And, and how can you have any credibility of what the person is saying if he's already set up a GoFundMe account and he's convinced people to give him almost a quarter of a million dollars? <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. IQ, what do you make of this? I just told you, there is no justice in America. <laughs> I told you that, believe me, I was right. So, I look at, um, I am, um, the other piece of the puzzle, there's another story that came out today, not directly related to the election, but indirectly related to the election, about the anger in Oakland, Colorado, uh, Oakland, California, where San Francisco is busing the homeless people over to Oakland, uh, Oakland and dropping them off. And other cities in the state are taking them to other cities, including Oakland. And um, now the city of Oakland has downtown over 4,000 homeless people, and they're destroying the city. They're destroying the businesses. Businesses are closing because of the harassment of the homeless people. And so I had said before that I thought that President Trump would win 48 states to two, the two being California and New York. But with the anger, with uh, a recent survey that half of the eligible voters in California said they would like to move because of the taxes and the living conditions in California, I think there's an outrage growing in California which could create a situation where if Mr. Trump would visit there a couple of more times between now and the convention and then after the convention, make regular stops, he's going to attract some money, but he's going to attract a lot of people. Gavin Newsom, who just took office in January, they're talking about recalling him. I mean, this is... So things are changing dramatically in California because of the fires because of the needles, because of the feces and urine, and the degree of homeless people on the streets. So uh, I think things are changing, and these kind of stories tell us that America is getting angrier and angrier at the political correctness and the requirements that have been arbitrarily placed on us by our state, city, county, and national governments. But, Dan, with all due respect, they elected these people again and again and again. Why move out? Why not elect somebody else? I don't get the point. <laughs> because the taxes are so high. IQ, I don't know what it is where, where you guys live, but in the United States, when you raise taxes at the local level, it's damn near impossible to lower them. So staying in the state, it's just like Illinois. Illinois has some of the highest property taxes in the country. And because the property taxes are so high, it is very difficult to sell a house in Illinois because people can't afford the taxes. 
I know that people are moving out of New Jersey, where I'm from, because they continue to raise the income taxes and the property taxes. So now that the property taxes are the highest in New Jersey than anywhere in the country, and people are leaving. And you the know, Democrats you, you, don't understand you've, that. You've hit that on the head, Dan, because one of uh, my photographers lives in New Jersey, and he moved back there a couple years ago. He was so excited. Oh, I'm leaving Kansas and going back to New Jersey. And then he calls me and tells me, you know, i got to get out of here. These taxes are about to kill me. I might move back to Kansas. So <laughs> you've hit that on the head, my friend. And, and, and it's not only New Jersey. It's Connecticut. It's New York. It's Massachusetts. It's Rhode Island. Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, it's all of those northeastern states that have punitive taxes that are being the, losing the, the, the greatest number of population. I think the most ridiculous story of since we talked last week, Michael Bloomberg running for president? Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, because he's got five or ten billion dollars, does it mean that he's got a message that people I think he's right in the sense that he doesn't think that anybody currently in the mix can beat Donald Trump and that's probably very true but whether he or Hillary and those are the two people now that are being talked about the most remember I said it first Jim Hillary um, but we're we're on we're on the edge here of I think Horowitz is now currently expected to release his report on the FISA warrants before the end of the month. Of course, we've been promised that before. Um, there's going to be a cascade of events that are going to, from what I'm hearing, it, that are going to shock the American people to understand just how close we were to losing total control of our country to an, an unelected class. And I think... I've said this uh, before, Jim. If you look at the people who are testifying before the Schiff committee, we are seeing the best and the brightest of the deep state. These people who are deciding, and it's clear, it's clear that these people have made decisions that they believe they know more than the American people and the President of the United States. The, the Army colonel who testified and who is apparently coming back, who's got some problem in his testimony, said he, re, he reports to the, to the uh, in essence, the, the central command of all of the various intelligence, national security he reports to the not to the president of the United States. They don't care what the president of the United States says. They get to do it. What's important that that's been discovered here at the moment is that we got another problem. We got a problem at the FBI. We got a problem at justice. We got a little bit of a problem at, in the military, but I think we got a huge problem. With, with the Secretary of State's Secretariat. And, and I think Pompeo knows that, but the bureaucracy of the deep state deciding 
we know, and it's and they're they're making no bones about it, Jim. They are very open. As much as they are being open about being socialist and communist, they're also being open enough to say we're smarter than the average American people. And as as you think about it, we are now less than one year away from the presidential election. The question has to be if we're if we're one year away, why are we trying to impe- impeach the seating president? Why not go out and try and beat him at the polls? The answer is they know they can't. Nikki Haley said that exactly. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Nikki Haley said, "Why not go to the polls? Why impeach?" Right, I agree. And and and, and, right. and what? I'm sorry. Go ahead, IQ. No, no, you're right. I'm agreeing with you. I mean, this is an amazing situation. You analyzed it many, many times before everybody else. I must compliment you on that. <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, look, uh, credit I give when credit is due. The problem is not many people in America use their brain. They listen to the news and they honestly believe that the news is telling them the truth when the news are undermining everything to do with the United States of America. I'm yes. talking about mainline news. See, I wonder, I, I, I've said, IQ, uh, and I, I may have said it on Jim's show, um, I, I've got a timeline in my mind, and, and, and it's, I think my timeline is becoming more and more realistic. My timeline is, and I started talking about this months ago, you wrote a, P, a commentary on it, I believe that no later than before the presidential election a year from now, but perhaps much sooner, the reports that come out of Durham and and, uh, the Attorney General and the Inspector General and the guy out in in Utah, I think one of those four reports, well, it can't be a horrorist because they don't have the power to indict, one of the three remaining members of the Justice Department are going to impound, impound, empower, empower a grand jury. <laughs> yes. Which will indict Barack Obama. Wow. That would be <laughs> phenomenal. But, but Jim, Jim, just listen to what they're talking about. What they're talking about, the, the emails that came out last between Strzok and Page, how they were at the White House with the president, reporting on a regular basis of what was going on. So the president answering the question, what did you know and when did you know it? We already know he lied about Hillary's emails because he was getting her emails out of her bathroom server and lied about it. So we, we have situations where now uh, Brennan is saying, well, we, we took our orders from the White House. And so the, 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 the conspicuous characters are already beginning to bail on Obama. And I suspect by the time we finish these reports, we're going to have an indictment of a former president of the United States, which I also said, if it happens before the election, I expect Donald Trump to pardon him. Wow. Yeah, it's a good idea, by the way. Magnanimity. Yeah. And so, how are the are the Demo- the Democrats will go absolutely bonkers if he's indicted? 
But if Donald Trump pardons him, he will. I think. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I think would. he will too. But if he does, in reality, IQ pardoning Barack Obama would be the greatest payback. Absolutely. To Barack Obama, to the way Barack Obama treated Donald Trump at that uh, Washington press corps dinner. Um, and so, and, and the way he's criticized, uh, Donald Trump today was in New York to the Economics Club, and he and he parodied Barack Obama's comment, well, what is he going to do? Has he got a magic wand to bring back the jobs? Well, I brought him back, 600,000 of them. I brought him back. So he's attacking, he's attacking the, the former president, and I suspect that push comes to shove, one of these three Justice Department attorneys or the Attorney General Barr are going to uh, impanel a grand jury that will indict the pre former president of the United States. I, I just I think that's coming, and if you just listen to how more and more what did Obama know creeps into the conversation, it's you, coming. You're right. He must have known about it. There is no way on earth these psychophants wouldn't have told him. But IG, IQ, there's one very important, you're right, there's one very important piece of information. In order for a government agency to spy on an American citizen, it requires the approval of the President of the United States. Agreed. We, that was already said many, many times, that only the President of the United States would have, has the right to authorize it. Right, and so, but the, the mainstream media doesn't put together Barack Obama. I mean, no. if you follow the if you follow the mainstream media, the way they've handled this from the very beginning, this is not a Barack Obama issue. This is a Donald Trump issue. Correct. Whatever Barack Obama did was nothing. He wasn't really involved. He was didn't was inconsequential. When in fact, he probably orchestrated the whole thing. So, yeah. I, I really I just really believe that that's. That's an issue that um, is worth watching. Um, I am not going to spend my time tomorrow to watch the hearings. I have other things to do. And uh, um, I've got, when you hit this segue, Jim, I have interviews that I have to do with people on my new radio show. Yes, and uh, the master of the segue strikes again, Mr. Dan Perkins. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I wanna I wanna transition and 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 talk about this. Fill me and IQ in on this because I know we're gonna have some questions for you. Kind of uh, take us through this whole thing. Um, thank you, I, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. Uh, my partners and I about nine months ago. Uh, we're sitting around talking about um, looking for a new opportunity to expand uh, communication, our communications business. And what was clear to us that under the current FCC rules, broadcasters who hold a terrestrial license, meaning radio, AM and FM radio stations and television stations are prohibited under federal statute, under the Federal Communications Commission, of broadcasting commercials and things about the cannabis industry and cannabis because it's a controlled substance. 
So we sat down with some engineers and some programmers, and we decided to, and I'm not trying to be facetious, Jim, but we decided that if we're going to do something about the problem, we have to reinvent radio, and we have to reinvent the Internet. Because we couldn't use, we couldn't build this new show to be broadcast on terrestrial radio. Because nobody would take it. Number two, going the podcast route didn't make any sense, and from a from a business venture because you put out a podcast, there's no way that a dispensary near Harvard in Boston, Massachusetts would pay for advertising time to advertise their dispensary all over the world on the World Wide Web. Didn't make sense. And so no, but nobody's doing it because nobody had figured out a way to make radio virtual and in neighborhoods. We have created a way in which we can go, for example, into Boston. There are four, actually more than four, but we have looked at the location of all of the medical marijuana dispensaries in the city of Boston and looked at their concentration by neighborhoods. And we have found initially four neighborhoods in Boston. One is called Fenway Park. The other one is Harvard. The other one is the Harbor. And another place is called Richmond. So we're creating our four virtual channels in the city of Boston, and we will be able to create neighborhood radio so that the local dispensaries in that Fenway area will be able to advertise on our show being broadcast into Fenway. And the same thing, too, with Harvard and the, and the Harbor and Richmond. And we're doing it, we're in 21 cities right now around the country, and we just uh, are about ready to announce that uh, we're working out all the kinks. We're growing the the markets, growing the reader listenership dramatically. We're going to add 80 markets after the first of the year. So we'll have 100 markets in 11 states, the 11 states that cannabis is legal to sell. Starting in the second quarter, we're going to attack the medical side, and we hope to add 100 markets each quarter for an extended period of time. So we will ultimately be probably in a couple of years, the largest syndicated radio show in the nation, on the largest radio network in the nation. And we have been talking, I've been talking and working with people, and we've had some already, you can go to our website, which is w420radionetwork.com, and there are now six shows up there, five shows, five shows, six ones. And it comes out every Saturday at 4.20 in the afternoon in your local market. So it's 4.20 in Boston, and it comes out at 4.20 in Chicago and 4.20 in Los Angeles or San Francisco. And it's an hour-long program. We have between four and five guests on the show Anything from researchers to regulatory people to uh, 
cannabis dispensary operators, growers, machinery developers, lawyers, accountants, on and on and on. And we had um, a week ago, uh, last Saturday, we had a show where we had a Harvard researcher who has been studying the impact of cannabis on pancreatic cancer. Now, pancreatic cancer is the worst cancer humans can get. It has the lowest five-year survival rate of any cancer, period. And when you have pancreatic cancer, and I had a friend who passed away from it this summer, you wind up not only with pancreatic cancer, but brain cancer, lung cancer, liver cancer, uh, because of the nature of the pancreas. Dr. Wilfred from Harvard has created a protocol where they can inject directly into the tumors, the pancreatic tumors, and kill them. And the super white blood cells that are developed because of killing the cancer in the pancreas go out into the body and begin to kill the cancer in the brain, the lungs, livers, and kidneys. So Dr. Wilford is looking to create this new technology. And if you know anything about the approval of drugs in the United States, you have to submit a reasonable amount of research to the FDA before they'll even allow you to conduct clinical trials. I can tell you that the research that Dr. Wilford has produced is so compelling, the FDA, FDA is allowing him to start clinical trials in January. And he believes that they will be able to demonstrate the effectiveness of their treatment in 12 to 15 months so that people who are dealing with pancreatic cancer, uh, he's not calling it a cure, but they're killing the cancers and putting it in remission to the point that you probably will not die from pancreatic cancer, you'll die from something else. And so when I had him on the show, I said to him, doctor, are there implications in other cancers like prostate and lung cancer and breast cancer? He said, I believe so. So here we have a product that is a natural product. It's been around for 4,000 years that we're now looking at it as a possible treatment to destroy cancer cells and improve the quality of life of people. But that's just, just one example. I, so we have the ability to do entertaining, quick-paced, and educational stuff on our show but to help people understand. We have just agreed with another Harvard doctor who uh, has a practice in Boston treating veterans with PTSD, sleep 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 deprivation, and suicidal tendencies using cannabis. So he and I um, have created that He's going to create a, a new segment for us for the show, Cannabis Doctor on Call. We're going to take, go around all the states and look at the various 
diseases and, and medical challenges that the states have already approved cannabis to be an appropriate treatment. And we're going to take it apart and tell people about, about the particular disease, how cannabis can help, what it can and can't do, and what they need to do if they, if they suspect they might have this problem. So that's going to be an ongoing segment. We've got a money guy who's on every week. We've had members of the National Cannabis Industry Association, Harvard doctors. Uh, we've got uh, people from the Federal Trade Commission on last week. On and on and on. We're getting a tremendous quality of, of, of talent who are willing to come and share. And that's where I was, why I was late coming. And I called Jim and told him I had this opportunity to interview a man who founded a company who creates the equipment to test both cannabis and CBD for its purity and its content. So that I said to him when I spoke with him today, the real issue here is my my friends and my family and other people that I know want to be sure that what's on the label is in the bottle. And he is building the equipment to test what's in the bottle to make sure that the label is correct. And so he's going to be on my show probably in the next few weeks. And so it's, it's an exciting opportunity to talk to all these people who are on the cutting edge of a whole new evolution um, of cannabis uh, in the United States as a medical product that's affordable and effective. Congratulations. Thank yes. you, sir. Yes. Yes. Congratulations, my friend. Uh, IQ, what, what, what do you make of all this? I love it. I love it. Look, it, to do something that the government is, has no power over you is amazing. It gives you infinite power, practically. Yes, I like it. Not to depend on the FCC, not depend on anybody else to tell you what to do or what to do. It's all legal. And it's all productive and all good for people. Excellent. Really, I can't add to it. Yeah. It, it is IQ. It, it's, but, but in talking to the, to the people who helped founded the legal business in the United States, which I've had on my show. In fact, I had two of them on the very first show. Um, part of the problem, IQ, is that there are people who are less scrupulous and take advantage of people. When I spoke to the gentleman from the trade, Federal Trade Commission, he and the uh, and lead uh, attorney for the Food and Drug Administration are going after these CBD companies who are making outlandish claims of effectiveness for CBD. It cures cancer, it cures lung disease, you know, doesn't, it doesn't cure these things. But because the government hasn't figured out how to regulate these businesses because they're growing and evolving so rapidly, uh, the government's way behind. I mean, uh, I'm sure you both heard about the vape crisis that we had in the United States. And we, the CDC last Friday announced that they believe that the, the vast majority of the people who were injured or were killed because of this was an illegal cartridge that was used used a derivative, an artificial vitamin E oil as a catalyst for heating up the 
the liquid to, to make it able to go into a vapor. And and so, you know, you say to yourself, well, wait a minute. If it's illegal, if it's illegal stuff, I did a commentary, Jim. What do guns and vape cartridges have in common? The government wants to keep them both away from good people. Yeah. Because there were... Excellent. Because there were a thousand people who got lung infections and 35 died, the government wants to shut down the entire vaping industry. And and it's just like with guns. Passing more laws to take the guns away from law-abiding citizens doesn't change the behavior of the people who are not law-abiding who acquire guns wherever they can to use them against us. So you don't solve problems by taking things away from honest and true people when it's bad people that are causing the problem. And, and so I wrote that commentary, and, and, and I think it's true. We've got, we, we, we had states who said, we're going to ban all vaping. Well, that's just stupid. It's, it's so whenever there's a shooting, we're gonna we want we need tougher gun laws, and 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 what we should do is uh, eliminate the Second Amendment. And uh, you don't have the you don't have the right. Interesting case was agreed to be heard today by the Supreme Court. I don't know whether you heard this, Jim. Um, some of the survivors of the Sandy Hook shooting want to have the right to sue Remington for damages for the loss of their children. And the Supreme Court said that they would let the case, didn't decide on merit, they just said they would allow the case to proceed through the process. Uh, yet there's a law that says that, that um, gun manufacturers can't be held liable for activities of people breaking the law. So... Uh, but again, it's it's a situation, the same thing. Um, we have the left who wants to say you can't, you don't have the right of freedom of speech. You don't have the right to keep and bear arms. You don't have the right of assembly, and you don't have the right to your opinions. Not any longer in this country. And I think that there are more and more Americans who are saying no, that's not acceptable to me. And so we we have. A government that, as it relates to the marijuana side, um, should be be more proactive in regulating and set up quality standards in testing. I mean, Jim, the the legal cannabis business this year is expected to be about twenty billion dollars, growing at about thirty five percent a year. But the illegal cannabis business is expected to be $60 billion this year. The legal cannabis business has to comply to purity standards, notifications of, of toxins, of pesticides, molds that are in, in the product, and they have to be tested on a regular basis and tested on a random basis. But the guys who are selling the black market don't have any of those requirements. Now, you, you say to yourself, well, why is it that somebody would be buying this stuff knowing it could kill them? 
because it could. It may not kill them today, but it may kill them over time. Part of the reason is when the government, and this is something we've talked about a long time ago, and I have I still have concerns about it. When the government decided they were going to make it legal, they taxed the hell out of it. And so the cost of buying legal cannabis is about twice as expensive as to buy illegal or black market cannabis. But I think that the vaping situation where people died and people were injured because it was, now they determined it was black market stuff may change some patterns. I, don't, I hope so. I don't know. But we, we need more research. We need more direction on labeling and packaging of these products. Uh, and we need, the, we need the government, in this case, to get involved in making sure that the products that we're getting, what's in the bottle, is on the label. And um, just a quick, quick thing for you. Um, this this um, uh, pharmacist who I interviewed on the show who created a YouTube video on 12 things you need to do before you spend your money on CBD oil. Uh, he's got something like 3 million hits on it. I mean, it's just amazing. Uh, one of the things he said, check the... Now, think about this. We think about checking the label for ingredients, Jim. He said, check the label for spelling. I agree with you. If you can't spell it, then how do you know for sure what the hell's in it? Okay. But people do So just things like checking the label to see if, the, if it's... He said, if you call them and you can't get them to answer the phone, you send them an email and you can't get them to answer the phone or send you an email, don't buy it. Don't spend your money. If you don't know for sure what's in the bottle, don't buy it. I mean, that's basically the bottom line. So we're excited about the opportunity to bring to the American public. We picked up five more uh, podcasting channels last week, including Apple. Um, we had, uh, I think, 60 media outlets cover our fifth show last week. So we hope we're going to build something that will help educate America. We are reinventing the Internet, and we are reinventing radio, and that makes it fun when you're doing something that yes. nobody has ever done before. Yes, that is... Will you be able to do something about the Constitution to teach the American people? <laughs> I mean it seriously. Well, you know, what's, what's interesting, IQ, uh, speaking of that, and Jim, um, the model that we are using to create our program could replicate Jim's show in virtual radio and not have to worry about a terrestrial market at all. We think we could possibly change the whole production scenario of terrestrial radio. That's fantastic. That is definitely fantastic. Well, uh, keep me updated on all this, Dan, because uh, you guys are doing some innovative stuff over there. Um, next week on our broadcast, we're going to have Dr. Jerome Corsi joining us. He's got a brand new book out, so he'll be chatting with uh, with us next week for the full hour. Um, IQ, before we let you go, give me your thoughts and feelings on today's show and, and where we can find you online and everything. It's a lovely show. We had a lot of information from Dan. And what he's doing is revolutionary, and that's amazing. And I wish him the best of luck. As far as I'm concerned, as usual, anybody who wants to know about Islam, about the Middle East, 
Google my name, Al Rasuli, A-L-R-A-S-S-O-L-I, if you want to read my books, the trilogy, Lifting the Veil, The True Faces of Muhammad and Islam, and God bless you. Bye. And uh, Dan, before we let you go, um, how do we get your new network, and uh, how do we uh, get involved with you? Well, first of all, thank you for allowing me the opportunity, and I, I somehow I need to get a copy of this segment so we can put it on our on our website. Yes. The website is w420radionetwork.com. The show is America's Cannabis Conversation, hosted by me. And every and you go to that website, you can see archives of the first five. Listen to archives of the first five show. It, it broadcasts a new show every Saturday at 4:20 in your local market. Now, um, I just had a, an amazing three days, Jim, with songs and stories. We, we're in, in, about ready to kick off the Sunday after Thanksgiving through the Sunday before Christmas, our third annual Shoes for Homeless, Shoes and Socks for Homeless Veterans. Now, I've got five radio stations here in Florida who are going to run promotions during the whole campaign. I've got a radio, a television network out of Oregon, the Dove Channel, which I've been on for a number of years. Are going to do PSA spots, and so we're we're expanding. And here's the deal: if you want to buy a pair of shoes and socks for a veteran, go to Amazon.com, or actually go to Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us. Click on the Amazon Smile button. That means that Amazon will give us a very teeny tiny percentage of whatever you buy will come to our foundation. But if you go there and you're an Amazon Prime member, you can order shoes and socks, have them sent to me here in Florida for free. So it's a way for people all over the country to want to be able that can help by making a contribution to Songs and Stories or signing on to Songs and Stories. Go to Amazon Smile and buy shoes and socks and send them to us. Um, last year, we, 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 in four weeks, we got 480 pairs of socks and 375 pairs of shoes. And these four homeless veterans in the, um, in the district between St. Petersburg, healthcare district for the, the uh, VA from St. Petersburg down to Naples, Florida, big swath. So there's thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of veterans and a lot of homeless ones, and we're helping each one of them. And the reality is why we're doing it, Jim, is that the VA told us in St. Petersburg and Tampa, they have facilities for homeless veterans. They come in with sometimes no shoes or flip-flops or sandals, and they can get them clothes, they can get them cleaned up, they get them fed, but they can't do shoes still don't know why. I don't really care. Where And if they have shoes, then they can go out and they can apply for a job and begin to re, rechange their life. So, Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Homeless, Shoes for Homeless Veterans, and you can go to songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us, go to Amazon, smile, and order, and send them to us. That's my story. Amazing stuff. Well, Dan... I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks, IQ, and uh, we will talk to you guys 
next week with Dr. Jerome Corsi. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate mm-hmm. it, guys. Thank you. And there they go, Dan Perkins and IQ Al Rizzoli. And that wraps it up here from our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Boda to Boda. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.